0: Welcome to a new episode of the Apostolic and Prophetic Podcast. Today is Sunday, the 11th of February, and we will continue with the series about Israel. Because as we said in the last episode, if something is mentioned in the Bible, let's say numerous times, five times, ten times, or maybe even 50 times or 100 times, we can guess That this topic should be very important for God and that we ourselves should put emphasis on this and look into this to find out what God wants to tell us if he mentions a certain topic so many times. And Israel is not mentioned just 100 times or 200 times or 500 times. Israel, you can find 1,254 times in the Bible. And 261 times you can find the God of Israel. Okay, so last time we spoke about this, that God is the God of Israel. Yes, he is also the God of all nations. He's also the God of the whole earth, the creator of heaven and earth. But first of all, he's the God of Israel. And he opened, you could say, through Jesus, through his sacrifice on the cross, he opened the way and opened the door for the nations, for the non-Jews to come into the kingdom of God. And before the blessings of God and the covenant uh, with God was exclusively for the Jewish people or for the children of Israel. Okay, today we would like to continue and to look into the matter to whom belongs the land because the EU already said and also other nations said it and the arab nations they wanted for a very long time a two-state solution but before we can look into this we need to look into the bible and to find out to whom belongs the land to whom did god give the land and the first uh, scripture we want to see uh, is in the book of joel in chapter three And there it is written from verse 1, For behold, in those days and at that time when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will enter into judgment with them. So why God is entering into judgment with the nations? And this we will see now if we continue to read. And I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. Okay, let's stop here for a moment. So God is saying, this is my land. So, of course, the whole earth belongs to him, but specifically there is no other country he specifically is calling my land in the Bible. So Israel is God's land. And that's why he has the right to give it to whoever he pleases, whoever he wants to. And we will find out today to whom did God give the land. Um, okay, of course, uh, the nations in the world and those who don't believe in god or who don't believe in jesus they don't care they don't care what is written in the bible but for us it is important to know because we know that god will do whatever he said in the scriptures because jesus also said that the scripture must be fulfilled or also it's written in the new testament in heaven had that heaven and earth shall pass away but my words will not pass away so God will fulfill every single word that he was speaking through the mouths uh, of his prophets in the past, in the Old Testament. Okay, so God is saying that he will go into judgment because uh, they have divided up my land, the nations. Verse three, they have cast lots for my people, have given a boy as a payment for a harlot and sold a girl for wine that they may drink indeed what have you to do with me O tyre and sidon so this is the south of lebanon in all the coasts of of philistia so this is today's uh, gaza strip will you retaliate against me but if you retaliate against me swiftly and speedily i will return your retaliation upon your own head okay and this is what we can see now we can see that you could say the people of gaza no matter how the world sees this but they have brought so much destruction on themselves this is exactly what is foretold in the bible god will judge all those who try to divide up his land and to how to say who attack his uh, people the children of israel because he's saying my heritage israel and a heritage is something what you what you get um, when let's say your parents die then you will get a heritage and in uh, the normal world you could say if there's already strife and there are sometimes arguments uh Among the siblings uh among brothers and sisters, even <laughs> because of dividing the heritage, how much more there will be a reaction if you touch the heritage of God, if you touch his land, okay, so this is the first point: it's God's land, and he is giving it to whoever he wants to give it to, and to whom did he give it, and this we find. In the first book of Moses, and it's when God was sending Abraham to the land of Canaan, and after he arrived, Abraham was going through the land, and um, I will read uh, Genesis chapter 12 verse 4. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. Okay, and uh, I will not read everything. Verse 6: Abraham passed through the land to the place of Shechem, as far as the Terebinth tree of Morah. And the Canaanites were then in the land. Okay, so he arrived, he's going through the land and going to Shechem. And verse seven, then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your descendants, I will give this land. Okay, so, and there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. Okay, so this is the first time that God is promising to Abraham or in that time he was not called Abraham, he was just called Abram. He said, to your descendants, I will give this land. So who are the, the descendants of Abraham? And here we can see that uh, we sometimes try to spiritualize everything. And uh, of course, through faith, you could say we are children of Abraham, all people all around the world whether you live in uganda or in south america somewhere or in russia or in poland or you live in asia if you believe in jesus uh, if you have faith in jesus if the holy spirit dwells in you you could say uh, spiritually you're also a descendant of abraham but here it's talking about the literal you could say the real descendants of abraham and those are, uh, in the Bible, Ishmael and Isaac. And Ishmael, he is the father of the Arabs. And also in the Quran is mentioned Ishmael and also Abraham. And according to the Quran or to the Muslim tradition, Abraham uh, married uh, Hagar, his um, servant and went also uh, with his family and with Ishmael to Mecca and he left Hagar there and also Ishmael and he was building together with Ishmael um, the most holy place of the Muslims uh, the Kaaba which is in Mecca so this is their you could say tradition and the truth is that uh, uh, the firstborn of Abraham was Ishmael and, and Ishmael's mother was Hagar we know it from the bible so one of the descendants you could say of Abraham this is the truth is one of the real descendants you could say is Ishmael and from him came the Arabs so one would could argue okay the land belongs to the descendants of Abraham so to the firstborn would be Ishmael but let's continue to read what the bible is saying about this And the second uh, promise uh, we find in Genesis chapter 13. And this was after uh, Abram and Lot separated because they had an argument and they separated. And then God said, it's in verse 14. And the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward and westward, for all the land, which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. Okay. So this is uh, amazing. And verse 16, and I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth. So that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants could uh, also could be numbered. Arise, walk in the land through its length and its width for I give it to you. Okay. So um, God is saying here something in addition. He's not just saying I give it to uh, you and your descendants. He's saying I give it to you and your descendants forever. So if God is saying forever, he means forever. So it's given to Abraham and his descendants forever. And the next scripture we find also in Genesis, it's in chapter 15. In verse 7, then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur uh, of the Chaldeans, which is today in Iraq, to give you this land to inherit it. So this is the third time he gives the promise. And then um, Abram wants to uh, get a sign. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? And then he's making uh, a covenant with him. And I will read this because this is very important. So he said to him, bring me a three-year-old eifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two, down the middle, and placed each piece opposite to, um, uh, opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Now, when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, I mean, God said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs. And this is now a prophecy about what will happen to the children of Israel in Egypt. And will serve them, and they will afflict them for uh, they will afflict them four hundred years, and also the nation whom they serve, I will judge afterward they shall come out with great possessions. Now, as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace, you shall be buried at a good old age, but in the fourth generation, they shall return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete okay so um, God is making uh, with Abraham a covenant here you can continue to read this on your own but he is giving a first you could say prophecy or um, on uh, about the descendants or or the descendants of Abraham that they will be in a foreign land they will be afflicted there they will be servants there uh, for 400 years and then they will go out and will be brought out and come back and this is Uh, uh, about the children of Israel when they went out of Egypt. So here we see that with descendants, God meant uh, those uh, those people or those, you could say, children from Abraham or descendants from Abraham who went down to Egypt. And this was not Ishmael, but this was, you could say, the second born of Abraham, Isaac. And we will read this now in the further verses. And this is in Genesis chapter 17 from verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. Okay, also, this is also a prophecy that was already fulfilled. So because from Abraham came not just the nation of Israel, you could say, but also the Arab nations, because one of his sons was also Ishmael. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings shall come from you. This is also already fulfilled, this prophecy, you could say. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also, so this is also very interesting. So the covenant god is making with abraham is an everlasting covenant so it cannot be broken and it's not just with abraham but also with his descendants Um, also i give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger all the land of canaan is an everlasting possession and i will be their god okay so here again uh, you could say the third time uh, god is promising the same thing in giving Uh, to you and your descendants the land of canaan which is now you could say israel or the palestinians they call it palestine uh, as an everlasting possession so this is forever belongs to the descendants of abraham and now is the question uh, to whom belongs the land yes Uh, does it uh, does it belong to the jewish people or to the palestinians or to the arabs you could say or does it belong to both? Uh, what What uh, is God saying further here? And let's look at the next scripture. And in verse uh, 17, after God is promising uh, him that he will have a child from Sarah, and also after explaining the covenant of circumcision, you could also say, okay, or argue both the Muslims and the Jews, they both are circumcised. And they both have this covenant of circumcision. But then um, it is written, verse 17, then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, oh, that Ishmael might live before you. So Ishmael was already born. Then God said, no, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. Okay, and this is crucial. This is very important. So God is saying, I will establish my covenant with Isaac, with Isaac and his descendants, so the children of Isaac and the children's children, as an everlasting covenant so and this cannot be broken that's why what we spoke about in the first episode um, on Israel you could say the covenant with Israel uh, and with the um, with uh, Isaac and Jacob and uh, it cannot be broken it's an everlasting covenant verse 20 and as for Ishmael I have heard you behold I have blessed him and I will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly this is this already also happened he shall beget 12 princes and i will make him a great nation but my covenant i will establish with isaac so here he's saying again okay i will bless ishmael i will bless him and he i will multiply him and you see the the arab people they are in many many countries and nations and there are millions of them so god was keeping you could say his promise but he said My covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. Then he finished talking with him and God went up from Abraham. Okay, so God was speaking to him and explaining to him very clearly that not with the firstborn, but with Isaac, he will make this covenant. And the covenant is related to the right to the land and that's why god confirmed this to isaac many years later it's in genesis chapter 26 there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of abraham and isaac went to abimelech so isaac was already an adult uh, and had also his own family went to abimelech king of the philistines in Jerah. then the lord appeared to him and said Do not go down to Egypt live in the land of which I shall tell you dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you for to you and your descendants I give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father and I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven I will give to your descendants all these lands and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge my commandments my statutes and my laws okay hallelujah so here he is confirming again he is saying that um, i will be with you and bless you and for to you and your descendants i give all these lands And I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. So what oath he was swearing. This was the oath God was swearing uh, when uh, Abraham was tested to sacrifice Isaac. And then uh, he was swearing that to him he will give these lands. So here again is a confirmation to Isaac. And one more time also God is confirming this uh, to Isaac. Jacob, and this is in Genesis chapter 28, when Jacob had to flee from Esau because Esau wanted to kill him, and he was sleeping and had in the night this vision, um, verse 12. Then he dreamt, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Okay. Hallelujah. So this is awesome. So God, who is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, renewing or confirming his promise to all these three generations so uh, God's was saying very clearly in the Holy Bible that this land belongs to Israel and no matter what other people say now or also what the Muslims say because if you also think about the Quran it was written many many years later actually uh, uh, hundreds of years later Uh, than the new testament and you could say thousands of years later than parts of the old testament and it's actually a totally twisted and perverted story taken uh, which was taking the stories of the bible twisting it and changing it actually stealing the stories of the bible and changing them uh, to a totally different narrative and we can also understand why because god God said here many times also he said it to Isaac and he said it to Jacob that in you and to Abraham in you all the nations of the earth shall be blessed so this is what Satan doesn't want he doesn't want us to be blessed he doesn't want the nations to be blessed he doesn't want the Arabs even to be blessed he doesn't want Ishmael to be blessed because And that's why you could say he brought this lie, this lie through Muhammad, this lie through the Quran, which was coming much later, perverting all these stories, changing all these stories uh, to take away and to steal the blessing that God wants to give through the Jews, that God wants to give through Israel to steal it away from those people. Because it's also written, and we will look into this in the uh, coming uh, episodes, that if you bless Israel, God will bless you and we will also look into this how God will bless you but if you curse Israel with words and with deeds you could say God will also curse you because he promised it and he confirmed this promise many many times and we will also look into this what is written in the Bible and what this means actually in practice. Okay, let's conclude. God is the God of Israel. God is the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and he uh, owns this land. He owns the whole earth, and he decided to give this land to Abraham because Abraham he is was also confirming this because Abraham was faithful. He was keeping God's commandments, and he gave it to Abraham's descendants, and he gave it not to Ishmael, he gave it not to the Arabs, he gave it to Isaac and Jacob, so to the Jews. So this land belongs to the children of Israel no matter what the world, what the United Nations are saying, this is what what God is saying. And in the coming episodes, we will look into this. Will there be a two-state solution? Are there maybe any hints in the word of God that there will be a two-state solution uh, temporarily? What will be the future of Jerusalem in the end times? Uh, What will happen with Jerusalem? And also, how can we bless Israel and what it means to bless Israel and what are the consequences for the nations and also for individuals if they curse Israel according to the Bible. So I wish you a good start into the new week. May God bless you and strengthen you, give you wisdom and use you for his glory and purposes. And if this podcast speaks to you, please share it with your friends, share it in your home group, share it in your church or for, uh, with other people where you feel they should listen to this. God bless you. Shalom. Amen.